Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Wise Guys Video Rental. Hey all, it's Jolie Mitalonia Lucchese and I'm here to tell you about fucking Wise Guy Video Rental. Come on down here on the east side, we got the biggest selection of movies that one could ask for. We got Goodfellas, we got Godfather, Godfather 2, we got motherfucking Francis Ford Coppola's Godfather Part 3. We even got a movie about that fucking rat Donnie Brasco. Come on down and see us. It's easy to sign up. We got a free program where all you got to do is take the Sicilian blood off. Get your membership and rent a movie. We have a one day return policy. If you do not rewind that movie and bring it back on time, I'm going to send fucking Papa John down out to your house. Hey, I'm Papa John and I say the fucking N-word. Return your fucking movie or I'll break your fucking kneecaps. Get out of here. Take it from him as we're fucking serious. This is a fucking serious business. Come on down and see us. We're located right next to Bed Bath & Wild. You know, the store sells the devil shit and Geno's. He said it best when he said the good old gamers return. A little kick you right in the clip. Yeah, buddy. Or a couple Punch. of kick, click kickers. We <laughs> say that five <laughs> yeah, times no fast. <laughs> we was out there on the wild yonder, just a couple of young click kickers. Sounds like a <laughs> rival gang against the sodbusters. <laughs> yeah, like. that's what I was thinking. Some, out, some dude out there fucking making cowboy coffee and eating his pinto beans like, Boy, it's pretty good out here on the range for a couple old kit clickers. Yeah, I said See? <laughs> See? You're right. Kit clicker, kit clicker. Click kicker, click kicker. Click kicker, click kicker. Couple click God kickers. damn, yeah. that is hard. <laughs> Say click kicker five times fast. Well, we're back with a new click kicking good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's hard. It's uh. Year of our Lord 2021, and it is 121. Mm hmm. That's January. First day of the new world. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The um, presidential inauguration was yesterday. We're not talking about politics anymore, nope. though. We've had enough, and I've done called enough grief from everybody from the last episode. They're like, wow. Surprised y'all didn't go to prison. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Prison can't handle us. Hell no. We're we wouldn't be locked in there. The motherfuckers would be locked in there with us. Exactly. I like that little Rorschach. Nah, mm-hmm. there. Enjoy that. Oh, I'm Lyle. That's Brandon. Hey, go fuck yourself. Ha. We're uh, back again this week to uh, ramble and try to talk about video games like always. What is this video game you speak of? <sighs> I think it's something you play on a television set. Hmm. What is this television set you speak of? You mean the uh, the device that does nothing but stream Netflix garbage all day? That's you, There's more you can do on it than that? They used to be bigger. Now they're flat. I know that much uh-huh. about them. I like them curvy. I don't like the flat ones. Yeah. Real TV's got curves. Need a little substance. <laughs> I need something I can slap around. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Mother always approved of you bringing home a girl with a fine case of pancake butt. <laughs> oh, I just ripped off some Dave Chappelle there. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. It's okay. So how uh, how have you been since last time I seen you, which was Friday or Saturday? Not bad, not bad. I needed that that day of drunken revelry. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Got to uh Brandon invited me over to his home. Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I had to work because I'm a fucking old loser. Grand, grand dildo. You're supposed to sit home and have the government to send you stimulus checks over and over. No shit. I'm so confused on how to do it. It's just like you have the people that are on the welfare system that don't want to do shit. Uh-huh. Like, I'm so confused on how to get a job. I'm so confused on how to not have a job. <laughs> like it's it goes back to the that one one of my favorite lines in Office Space. It's, what would you do with a million dollars? I wouldn't do anything. Well, shit, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing. Look at my cousin. He's broke. Don't do shit. <laughs> don't do shit. <laughs> my favorite part of that whole conversation, what would you do? Two, Two chicks, chicks at, at the one. same time. You yeah. mean if you had a million dollars, that's all you do? Would take a million dollars for a couple girls and double down on a guy like me? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I know... Um, Everybody I know tried getting in on that fucking uh, Tennessee lottery. Oh, yeah? Somebody won it from Maryland, I think, yesterday. It was fucking $758 million. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Everybody's like, you're fucking the, your taxes. And I'm like, eat a fucking bowl of golden dicks. They can have $300 million yeah. in taxes. If I got $400 million left, fucking right. Yeah. I could, I'm not doing anything for the rest of my life. Every, that I don't want to do. Every morning, I'd wake up and prepare me a, a needle full of money and inject it straight into my veins. It's, I would eat a dinosaur egg every morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would put gold in my cereal so my duty twinkle. I would like. <laughs> I would buy art museums just like create bonfires out of the paintings. <laughs> oh man, that would be fucking. That would be wonderful. Just everything you've ever come to loathe, like I'm gonna buy all the rights for that and shit yeah. on it. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, I if you just had like ungod I'm just I'm thinking like Disney money. Yeah, yeah. You just pay James Hatfield blood, like, yo. Here's one point two billion. Punch Lars in the throat as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the kind of stupid yeah. shit I did with my money. Yeah. I, I consider that an investment. 
If you could take him out where he can't play drums, you're investing in the future of the hobby. <laughs> like, that's just my opinion, though. Not so a very big. If I had, if I had a lot of money like that, I'd I'd buy out like a lot of the local art establishments. So I fucking hate like the whole art crowd and how pretentious it is. I love art. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the pictures are cool and stuff. But like these people that you know, they go into an art museum and there's literally like some fucking throw up on a canvas, and yeah. they're like, <laughs> it deeply moves me. Hold me, John. <laughs> it's just like, wow. I would just buy out the art museum, burn all the fucking art out of spot, and then pay like literal waterheads to smear shit on canvases and put it up in there and charge people ass loads of money to come see it. So you're not doing anything different than what they do now? Well, I'm making the other money than, off it. Other than the, <laughs> other than the burning yeah. of the, the current art. Yeah. I get it. I would literally invest a bunch of my money. Like, for real. If you got $400 million, you, you could invest some- $100 million of it and fucking make... Oh, shoot. Put most of it in, you know, really safe shit that makes, you know, 1%, 2% interest. You're good. That's all you need. It just generates shit for you for the rest of your fucking existence. And your kids. And, and their their kids. kids. Yeah. And so on. And so on. You know, you could literally, I, t- I heard it only takes like $68 to open up a franchise of Wise Guys Video Rental. Yeah. You could open like a million of them. Yeah. And still have money to spare. You would have more video rental stores than you would actually have Wise Guys. I probably would see if I could like open a couple Walmarts or something. Yeah. Why not? Walmart, a Mickey D's, anything that's like guaranteed going to pay for itself, yeah. you know, like you're just making money hand over fist. Yeah. Invest in Microsoft as soon as everybody gets their RFID. Yeah. Booster <laughs> or whatever yeah. the fuck it yeah, is. Get our, yeah, our, our chipped uh, vaccine shots. That still blows my mind. That that's, that's I people want the vaccine that. that I get and that, like not only do I not get COVID... But I can blink my fucking eyeball the right way and change the channels on my TV. Yeah. That's what the fuck I want. I want that. Why is that such a problem? I'm just like, if they got like chips small enough to be injected through a needle, why don't they just fucking put them in the water supply? Put them in all, uh-huh. all, all the shit we eat. That's what I like. Somebody told me that. And they're like, you know, they're putting chips in people. I'm like... If they done that, they would have to hit you with the fucking with a needle the size of a number two yeah. pencil, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna notice they come out with that. I'm like, wait a fucking minute, you ain't touching me with that goddamn thing. Yeah, <laughs> go touch your mother with that, not me. So I don't, I don't know. But yeah, um, see, we we drank and played some games Friday, then we went we did went to the theater Saturday. Watched a private screening of the thing, yeah. John Carpenter's version. I, I was almost going to ask if you wanted to do a cinema seppuku of that, but I figured since our cinema seppuku is pretty much going to take up a large majority of the episode, and the fact that we've already talked about the thing, probably yeah, a lot, a lot, we're still going to touch on it though. I re- I really fucking enjoyed seeing that in the big. Screen. It was really fucking great, man. It was, like, and it was so peaceful because it was just us. Like yeah. there was no pressure, you know. We could lot chit chat and bullshit, and it didn't piss anybody off. It wasn't no big fucking deal. Like, yeah. didn't have all these idiot ass people in there with us. Yeah, it was great. 
So that's something I encourage you to do because Brandon did it. Rent an AMC. If you got an AMC in your town, you probably have the option to rent a fucking private theater. Yeah, go see the thing. Go, yeah. It's it was killer, man. Yeah. I was I was really. I, I'm gonna keep my eye on like when they update their movie list. Yeah, and do do that in the future more. I've thought about renting it and going and watching. Uh, they got. <laughs> It's so lame on my behalf, but I've noticed you can rent Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. That's one of my... I love that fucking movie. Really? And I'm just kind of like... I kind of want to rent Back to the Future there. I love that movie. See, I've never seen... Maybe maybe we got to. I fucked up. Okay, y'all. Shame. I've never... I've never watched any of the Back to the Future movies. All three of them are good in their own way. I've actually heard the third one is like a little more satisfying than the second one is in a weird way. Is like, yeah, it is because they. I just I know for a fact I know. I'm pretty sure I've watched Back to the Future before. Well, I yeah. know I've seen it because I know enough about it. Yeah, but I don't. I can't like be specific with shit. And I just remember, and I know I've seen the third one because I know the third one's the one where it's in the West, mm-hmm. and the second one's in the future, right? Yeah. The first one they go back in time, yeah, to save Marty's parents' marriage. Yeah, they got to save Marty from screwing his own mom. Yeah, I I do remember that. It'd been hard not to when she's come on to him. But, oh, mm, Marty's mm-hmm. mom. Hmm. That's the moral wow. moral of the whole movie. Don't fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing that we had a... Uh, Could you imagine that? It's like we have spent eons and money and all this shit to invent time travel. And what do you do with time travel? You go back in time and fucking bone your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Way to fuck it up, Chet. All this research, blood, sweat, tears... So you could pork your mother. <laughs> like in the movie, as I think the timeline gets changed, you see you hit Marty's photograph, people disappearing in it. But in the version where he actually bones his mom, like he slowly morphs into a waterhead. Like <laughs> <laughs> he just starts playing the hills have eyes yeah. things. Uh, Back to the Future 2 is the one with the hoverboard, right? Uh, yes. That rad ass. Uh huh. Appropriately 1980s colored futuristic hoverboard. And every every one of them has some version of Biff Tannen in it. The bad guy. Yeah. It's like Biff's grandson in the future and his like great great grandfather in the past. I need Mad to, Dog <sighs> Tannen, I think, was in the West. Let me know if you decide you want to do it, because I'll go in with you on that, because that, that would be a cool one to that, go That would be a good one to see in theater. The classics are, like, the best ones, they, they, man. And they got a lot, a lot of comedies, I noticed, that I wouldn't mind, like, seeing, but I don't really care about comedies in the theater that much. It just depends on what kind of, which comedy it is. Like, as far as movies go, like those certain old comedy movies, I hold them on par with like everything else. You know what I mean? Like, cause I kind of feel like so to me though, most of the, most of what makes the comedy great really ain't amplified by the theater. No, no. the theater's best for like fucking blockbusters, yeah, flashy like, movies, gory movies, that kind of thing. Things where the visual scenery really makes it versus comedies is set up some payoffs. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe that's one of the reasons, or that's why Ghostbusters worked as well as it did. It's kind of like all of them. half comedy, half horror. Yeah. You know, like. Because like Anchorman, I think, is still probably my favorite comedy. But if they had it in theater, I, I probably wouldn't. Unless I wouldn't rent a whole theater to go see it. Raiders of the Lost Ark would be a good yeah, one to go watch. And I noticed it was on, you could get it. That would be a fucking great one. Because that, yeah. in my opinion, that's the best Indiana Jones I agree. movie there is, hands down. I agree. I could, watch, I, could, I was fixed to say, I could watch Nazis get fucking melted by the Ark of Covenant all goddamn day yeah. long without hesitation. You can kill any fucking Nazi you want. I will gladly watch it. Oh, they're great bad guys in movies and stuff. Because they're so fucking expendable. Yeah. Like yeah. that's when Steven last... Spielberg was like, "Look, we'll make all these fuckers explode, and uh, this one will melt, and this one's face will sink in." <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Nazi killing. Yeah, that's why I used them as my bad guys when I was running my Mutants and Master campaigns and years ago because. They're, they're great well, bad guys. Well, think about it, too. What else on this planet do you hate more than a goddamn Nazi? I mean, yeah. Not you, hate them, you don't feel sympathy for them. They're clear bad guys with clear goals. They're not muddied up with all this gray area They're shit. straight meat fodder. Yeah. That's all they are. Yeah. Like, they're great. Turn them into paste. Here we are saying Nazis are great, but... <laughs> oh, no, no. You, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Nazis are great for killing. Yeah. Straight up. Fuck you, Nazi scum. Goddamn Nazi punks. But see, now these days, everybody's a Nazi. Yeah, the people that are anti-Nazis are the Nazis. Yeah. I mean... No I, matter I swear it, to fuck if I hear, well, Antifa does, they're anti-fascist. And I'm like, how come if they're anti-goddamn fascist, they have so many fucking fascist yeah. ideals? Yeah. That's all you gotta say about it. Like... Yep. Prove, prove to me where they're not. All, all modern politics are is the race to, to say that the other side's a Nazi. That's all it is. Yep. And that's why they're so good for killing. Yeah. Video games, man. Like, you know, Nazis are like... That's one of the reasons the Wolfenstein games, yeah. even the new ones, are so great, man. Like... You get to kill you some Nazi scum. And, you know, like, Nazis were super involved in the occult yeah. and all this other weird shit. So, all that Third Rock shit you see in games like Wolfenstein, it just makes it more... Yeah, it's we're very what if We're giving you a tougher Nazi to kill. Yeah. So, it's even more satisfying when you blow its fucking brains out, you know? Yeah. Cool. Take that all day long. Have to kill me some Nazis. Fuck yeah. Give me 100 Nazi scalps. <laughs> Yeah, my, my Italian accent sounded about as bad as Brad Pitt's did. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. What? DiGiorno. DiGiorno. <laughs> I like how that's the only fucking thing he says. Like, You know, speaking of that movie, I really, I could listen to uh, the bad guy in that movie, uh, Christoph Waltz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I dig that dude as an actor. He's yeah, really he's good. fucking good. And I could listen to him talk in any movie. Well, ASMR level. Like He's your Morgan Freeman? Yeah, pretty much. Like I'm telling you, Bob Ross, his family, should get on cue with like making shirts, but the original ASMR. Because you could fall asleep listening to that guy. Yeah. But it's a little happy tree. Here. Happy little accidents. My favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world 
and it's like one of the only truly innocent things that just gives me joy is when Bob Ross goes to clean out his oil brush. He he go dip in the paint thinner. And he just like slaps it on the sides. He's like, just beat the devil out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking grins and like he like chuckles there. We'll just beat the devil out of it. <laughs> so pleased with himself. Yes, and that's like one of my most favorite fucking things on this. He's planet. so innocent. He did beat the devil out of it. I, I hope he did. <laughs> Not today, devil. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you combat satan yeah not not with incantations or righteous fury put paint in your brush and just bait the shit out of yeah with it it's just pure bliss that's how you <laughs> defeat satan yeah that that is true but anyways anyways the thing on the big screen was fucking killer it was great the only thing that was kind of and in a weird way it was still kind of fucking hilarious so, you know, in the theater, it, I guess if you're private renting, we didn't get trailers. Mm-mm. And that's what, which. Yeah, a lot of insurance what, what commercials. What the fuck? Yeah. So many goddamn. I wish they would have showed trailers for like old shit from back that time. That'd been badass. Oh, man. And that'd be easy to do. Yeah. All they got to look up is like what was attached that weekend. And yeah, that'd been cool as fuck. But being in Coleman, they, uh, they play a barrage of country music and not the good country music. No, like, like pop country. And, like, they forgot to turn the music off. We had to... Brandon had to go say something about them to start the movie to begin with. So, they finally start it. And it's literally showing the spaceship crash and the opening credits of the thing. Even where, you know, it's like... <laughs> burns the thing on the screen. And the whole time, it's like... Big truck. Colorful bear. Got my blue jeans on and I'm feeling like a cowboy. <laughs> and that's a summer I'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> Big truck, little duck. Me and my cousin there gonna get my dick sick. Is <laughs> that every goddamn country song yeah. ever written? I'm a guitar, she got a car, went down there on the Chattahoochee. Her hoochie smells like hot garbage. <laughs> hot gar. <laughs> yeah. But, goddamn. Other than that, it was really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really digged it. I wish my diet would allow for me some of that tasty theater popcorn, but... Dude, I look like a drug dealer walking there with so many fucking boxes of candy in my jacket. Yeah. I was like, y'all get hungry now. I'm fucking holding. Do you kids want some diabetes? I got Junior Mints. I got Bunch of Crunch. I had literally had Junior Mints, Bunch of Crunch, Snow Caps, and Goobers. Yeah, be careful with them Junior Mints. You'll fuck up a surgery in a hurry. Dude, I love Junior Mints, man. Fuck up a surgery. Yeah. Seinfeld reference. Oh. They get a... They're, in that episode, they're like watching one of those live surgeries. You go in the auditorium and watch it, and like Kramer's popping Junior Mints. He draws one. one. <laughs> okay, I do know what you're talking about. I love Seinfeld. I don't know. I've never watched it. Being a bass player, one of the things that turns me off the most about Seinfeld's little pop fucking slap bass riff between shit. I'm glad those fucks went to jail in the last episode. I hope they're still rotting there right now. I hope Kramer's getting fucking raped with a broom handle as we speak. I think Kramer Didn't also said the N word. 
him and Papa John got something in common there. Fucking bastards. Uh, anywho. Who any? That blew my mind. <laughs> Just a little bit. You been playing some games? Been playing a little bit of veggie games. I actually uh, took one down. I, I beat it. I strapped its tail. Uh uh-uh. uh. Been playing the old Nintendo Slitch and. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I, I got me Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, God damn it. Well, you don't like that one? I haven't even played it because I just was like, man. The Rabbids are. That's the Rayman Rabbids. Yeah, right? Rayman Rabbids. Rabbids with a D. Oh. No, but just tell me. Okay, is it is a good game? Is it? A, it's a tactical game, right? Yes, it's it's baby's first XCOM. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so it's of course it's a collaboration between Ubisoft and Nintendo because it combines the two properties of the Rayman Rabbids minus Rayman and and Mario and stuff. <clears throat> so the kind of the setup of the story of the game, and I was on rush through it real quick because it don't fucking matter. Uh, well, the rabbits have like a time washing machine. It's a washing machine that travel through time and dimensions. It's a stupid. That's that's rabbits are stupid. Um, so they travel through dimensions and end up in the mushroom kingdom. And in doing so, they basically unleash some device that like merges shit together and ends up merging like um all kinds of shit throughout the mushroom kingdom, like the rabbits with the pops and rabbits with this and that and. There's like a rabbit version of different characters and stuff too. Um, like a rabbit and a pop mixed together. Like yeah, it's pop- like instead of the green pops, now they're white with bunny ears and like a tongue hanging out. I imagine you go to jump in and it's like kill me. Yeah. <laughs> instead of boop, 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 it's like kill 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 me. <laughs> this, oh, here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slimiest goddamn pop I ever teleported through. So, anyways, um, so yeah, big crisis thing happens. Mario gets separated from all his buddies. So you start off the game with Mario and Rabbit Peach, which is the Rabbit version of Peach, and Rabbit Luigi with Rabbit version of Luigi. Um, meanwhile, just so you know, the, the original characters aren't like the flyed into them. Or oh God damn it! They're they're separate and okay. There's just there's also these versions of them. Damn. Um. So you start with yeah, Mario, Rabbit, Luigi, and Rabbit Peach. As you go through the game, you unlock more characters. But the basic gameplay of it is turn-based tactical strategy, a la XCOM. So you start off your turn, you got Mario and your two characters. You always have to have Mario on your party. And you can choose to like move here, you know, go in a pop, shoot enemies, use special abilities. Then once you do all your characters' things, it's the enemy's turn and they all move. And it's a grid based system, so you like Mario moves like eight grid eight squares. Kinda like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes. Um this game puts a lot more emphasis on movement and positioning than a lot of these strategy games. Well, I don't say more emphasis on positioning than XCOM because XCOM is all about positioning, but movement, it's a very locomotive game because you, you, your characters, um, they can run through enemies and, and damage them. And that's it. Like it's a, almost an easy free attack. You get on enemies. If you go to a pop, you get a certain amount of spaces that you can move after every time you enter or exit a pop. 
So there's some map set up where there's pops next to each other. So you can traverse the whole fucking map by going from one pop. It gets your six squares or whatever after a pop. That leads you to another pop. That, you know, exit somewhere else and there another pop. So you can, you can zoom across the map with the pops that way. Um, but as far as the positioning things, you got two modes of cover. Having cover, you know, being behind cover makes it harder to hit you. Half cover defends you 50% of the time. Full covers is 100% of the time. Can't be hit. Uh, so it's important to try to hide behind cover, but there's also lots of shit that can kind of get, like any kind of explosive gets around that. Also, you know, the enemies can move and get flank you, so your cover is no longer yeah. valid. Um, <clears throat> overall, the game was fairly easy. I did. There were some frustrating moments of it, and I learned I had to just really reduce these frustrating moments to the maximum possible. The frustrating moments come from the random effects of weapons. They all have random abilities. and the enemies, Each weapon does? Yeah, and the enemies have these random abilities, too. So you can only reduce the randomness so much. The effects are bounce, push, uh, burn. Those are the three worst ones. I fucking hate them. Then there's honey, vampire, furry, stone, and ink. So bounce, push, and burn. All move your characters randomly. Like over the map. Yeah. It moves whoever you're hitting randomly. Like bounce will bounce them around. They can fall off the map and take an extra 30 damage, which ain't much later on the game. Push, pushes them in a straight line, but if they'll hit something, they'll kind of bounce randomly around, and they can knock other characters around. Burn makes them run in circles on fire, like their ass lit on fire, and they'll set anything else that they touch on fire. So, like, you can set the enemy on fire, and he'll run into your character, set them on fire, and they'll just run around, and it fucks up all the positions. Holy shit. So, I learned to avoid those like the fucking plague, because it fucks up my plans so many times. Uh, vam- honey sticks the en- enemy in place when it hits. Vampire is like a leeching thing. It heals your own character a portion of the damage. So that's pretty good. Freezing disables enemies' special moves. Stone disables everything. It's like the best one. Ink makes it where they can't um, sh- use your weapons. So those are the, the um, statuses you can put on enemies with a lucky shot basically say most weapons will have like say 30 percent chance of doing one of those things yeah and, and the ability depends on which weapon you equipped the enemies have those too and that's where it really gets infuriating because you know you, you're you're perfect run on the battle can just be totally fucked up by random chance um and it's, there's no actual like strategic I, I mean, mean there, it, there is, but it'll ruin your strategy for no other reason than roll of the dice. It, and it kind of sucks. And I can't say that's missing from, like, X- XCOM. Because XCOM, you can just randomly, like, miss a shot. That's 99% chance to hit. Yeah. Or, you know, get a shitty crit on your character or something. But your strategy holds up in XCOM regardless of those chances. Versus this, say, here's a common example. Um... I have, I'll have a character. I have my characters positioned, and my main party I ran with was Mario, Rabbit, Luigi, and Peach. Um, so I would have two characters hiding behind cover, and Peach has one of her special abilities. I call it Overwatch because that's what it's called in uh, XCOM, where if an enemy moves within your range, you take a shot at them. Okay. Oh, nice. No. It's not in this one because <laughs> it fucks you so bad so many times. Really? 
Because, okay, I'll have her set up with that. Where an enemy will shoot, um, like, my rabid Luigi and set him on fire. And he'll move. And he'll get right in front of Peach. And then another enemy will move and set off her overwatch. And she fucking blasts rabid Luigi in the back of the head with a shotgun and kills him. <laughs> it sucks, God dude. damn. It fucking it is so infuriating. You'll have everything set up right. You're doing a perfect fucking run on this map. And, and just... You know, because of random burn, you you killed your own guy. Mamma mia, you shot me in the back of the head. So I've, I've got to where I, I stopped using her Overwatch ability unless I was absolutely certain, like, n- almost nothing could go wrong with it, which is very rare. Um, avoided those random abilities on my weapons, like the plague. Uh, except for, um, I did keep bounce on Mario's hammer. He has two weapons. All the characters have a primary and secondary weapon. Mario's primary is like a gun, and his secondary is a hammer. And the hammer, I kept bounce on it, because usually if I wanted to get up in melee range, if they survived that hit, I didn't want them to stay in melee range. So I was like, well, I'll bounce them somewhere random, maybe. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I fucking avoided it. That was the most frustrating aspect of the whole game, is just getting randomly fucked over and having to start over if you want to get the perfect run. And getting a perfect run on a battle gets you more coins and stuff to buy weapons. Yeah. Um, I guess you you know that's kind of on me too for wanting to get the perfect runs, but I wanted to get a but yeah. Especially when I knew I was fucking capable of doing it. Is this God's is like <laughs> no, not. <laughs> <laughs> I say that about a lot of people. Yeah, create. no. The other since I'm talking about negatives of it, the other frustrating part of this game. There's lots of slide puzzles in this game, and I don't mind that. But slide puzzles where you, you move around tiles and like eat. the old school plastic ones you'd get, kind of yeah. Where it's like, hey, this if you slide all these tiles around, you can make one solid image out of this. Right, it's like that. But you're moving like blocks around to hit switches and things. I don't mind that, but there's treasures all throughout the game, and to get most of them, you have to do some kind of a puzzle like that. Okay, maybe ten percent of the treasures were useful. The rest of them were like, oh, you unlocked a 3D model of this enemy you can look at in the museum. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking do that. Why did you make me... Why did I go through all this fucking trouble to unlock disappointment? No shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes, I'm not doing shit like I do in my real goddamn life But here. because the treasure chest could have weapons or orbs, which you use to power up your characters. That's you one thing that kills me about games now. Like, People grinding and doing all shit. Well, you get these badass loot drops. Who gives a fuck, man? Yeah. Maybe they need to do a goddamn level drop and drop some more shit to play. Yeah. Sorry, that's just it's me. It's fine. I got you. Um, It has a lot of... Um, okay, I don't went over the random effects. The characters you can unlock in the game. You start off with Mario. who's He's a mid-range character. Yeah, he has his gun. All characters in this game pretty much have a gun of some sort. He has a gun and a... Um, and I say gun, it's like a laser gun type thing. Like Mega Man's fist, yeah. almost. Uh, and a hammer. Uh, his special abilities are empower, which is like this boosts everyone's damage around him, which is really useful. And his overwatch ability, which lets him get a free shot against somebody. Rabbit Pe- Peach it ha- uses the same weapon as Mario, but she can do healing... And she has like this bomb drone she can set off, which is pretty useful because it's little like almost looks like a bomb on wheels. Yeah. You set it off and it and it automatically goes to a target. And it might take a turn or two to get there. And the enemies will shoot that instead of you. So that's handy. 
because even if it don't get to where it needs to go and explode, you've you've got the heat off your character some. You distract yeah. the enemies with it. Um, Rabid Luigi, he is he he was my fucking all star through all the non boss battles because his main thing is um he he can dash through enemies and do them a shitload of damage and heal himself. All of his dashes do vampire damage, so it heals himself for like half the damage. And he did does like a when he maxes out like 160 damage, which is pretty significant towards the end of the game. So he was fucking great for that. But other other than the dash, he had like a short range laser rifle and a bazooka. The bazooka is useful too for explosive effects that hits enemies behind cover and destroys cover and stuff. That's cool. Luigi was pretty boss. He's a sniper. He has his goofy looking <laughs> sniper gun. Um, I can kill you from up two miles away. <laughs> yep. He has another bomb drone like Rabid Peach does. He also has a wicked ass Overwatch. Because once you upgrade it, he gets three shots with that motherfucker. And, and I swear to God, I, I don't know if I could have done the last boss battle without him. Because he tore Bowser up. Really? Yeah, he tore his ass up several times with that. Fucking Luigi yeah. saving the day for once. Um, then you got Rabid Mario, who is uh, short range. He mainly uses his hammer. His dashes, when he dashes through an enemy, it, it explodes. So it deals like area damage around them. All the area effects, by the way, will hit your characters too. So you got to be careful with them. That's why Peach's shotgun, it's an area effect gun, will blow the fuck out of my characters too. So you got to be careful. Um, And Peach, she's short range. She's got a shotgun and she's got a grenade. Uh, But one of her best abilities is the healing jump. You can do team jumps in this game where your character goes and jumps on another team member. Then you can jump off them to somewhere else yeah mario's got a special ability to use a lot stomp so you jump off your team member stomp on an enemy like old school mario and then jump off somewhere else so to deal a shitload of damage i could jump off my team member stomp the enemy for 150 damage then land right beside him and use my hammer on him and really just fuck the world up nice um but her healing she's got a healing jump so when she jumps and lands she's got an area of effect healing around her Really fucking useful for keeping your team uh, uh, topped up. Uh, she's also got a shitload of HP, and she uses like this team shield ability, which will like take half the damage of anybody around her and puts it to her because mm-hmm. she's got the big HP pool. And there's Yoshi and Rabbit Yoshi. Didn't fucking use them. Couldn't tell you about them. By the time you unlock them, as like you don't I got, really need I got them my A team deal. already. Like. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna spend coins on equipping these assholes when I'm gonna need the coins to equip the assholes I already got. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot. Because like, by the time you get the, the real Yoshi, is halfway through the last level. So I'm like, what's no, the fucking point? What's the point? Um. So you got four worlds in the game. In the game. Now let me also uh, talk about the orb upgrade system. So you get orbs after every like chapter. The orbs uh, unlock skilled uh, parts under skill trees for your characters. So, like, all of them have start off with your basic abilities, then you can slowly upgrade them into better versions or, like, reduce their cooldowns, increase damage, add effects, that kind of thing. So, that wasn't bad. And I looked like you could reset it for free. I never fucked up my choices any. So, I never actually did that. But there was a reset button there. Um, nothing too groundbreaking, though. There's, like, Luigi's a sniper. You're not going to spec him outside of being a sniper. Yeah. 
Mario's mid-range guy. You can't spec him outside of being Pretty there. much they stay you, what they are fucking... You just make them better at it. Yeah, they they do what they are supposed to do yeah. the entire time. Yeah, you can't change their roles. They are what they are. Uh, which I didn't mind because there's enough variety of what they can do. They if you want if you want this role, pick the character that fucking does it. Yeah. So, and the orbs are shared across all the characters, even if you're not playing with them. So, if you like, I hadn't I stopped using Rabid Peach forever, and eventually used her some in the very last world, and because she had all those orbs I collected, I just upgraded her immediately and, and trucked on. But it's got four worlds to it. Um, and they're all fairly lengthy, probably an hour each or so. If you really kind of blitz through, it. I, I probably thought took me closer to two hours just to explore everything, do all the puzzles and all that to beat the game. Two hours per world, so oh, eight per hours. Eight. Okay. Yeah. The first world is Ancient Gardens, which is pretty generic mushroom kingdom mashed up with the rabbits. Uh, two is a sherbet desert that's been like, mm. um, there's been like a like a freezer or something that like got merged into it. So half of it's winter, half of it's desert it is nifty. Uh, three is spooky trails, which is very much booze place. Very nice. And four is lava pit, which is Bowser's domain. Uh, they all had big bosses at the end of them. Uh, ancient gardens. The first one had a rabid donkey Kong, which is pretty cool. That's kind of nice. It's set up on a map <clears throat> with all these half covers set up around it some of the half covers were like made out of stone or metal that couldn't be destroyed and you had to hide behind those because he would do like this he wave attack like he'd smash the ground send out a shockwave yeah and knock everybody the fuck back so it it did kind of remind me of playing the donkey kong arcade game because you're avoiding the barrels or in this case the shockwave but you're making your way up to donkey kong that's kind of you had to send a character up there press a button that took away his bananas because if you shot him he had like a pile of bananas and if you shot him he'd just eat a banana and heal so you had to sneak a character up there press that button to drop his bananas and then you could shoot him and all these bosses you had to basically beat them three times because they would change modes or something so uh rabbit donkey kong he would jump from one platform to another and starts it over again you got to get your character over there drop his bananas kick his ass uh, that w- that one wasn't bad. I just imagine by the time you killed Donkey Kong, it's that picture of Mario and like Luigi stand there with the rifles. It's just like a fucking dead Donkey Kong, <laughs> like poachers do. Yeah. <laughs> like one of them's got their fucking leg propped yeah. up on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, Sherbet Desert had probably the most unmemorable and shittiest boss of the game. Is it was this icicle golem? He used the refrigerator as a shield, which is eh, is okay. But so you do that Indiana Jones thing? Yeah, <laughs> you pretty much just flank him, and I, so I barely remembered what his alternate versions were. It was very un- it was very forgettable. Um, boring. Three had probably the best. The Spooky Trails had the best boss, I think, because just because of the intro video to them, it was a phantom rabbit. Like it was a rabbit combined with I think with a boo and a fucking um, old school record player. So like his bottom half was a bubble that you could see the record player in, and the top half was like a fat rabbit, and he kind of floated around. But he's he's. They hired an opera singer to sing songs for this fucking oh, video. Oh, God. And it's so fucking good, dude. 
but it's shit about Mario. And he's like he's like ragging on Mario, um, talking about like how he, he makes him happy when he sees a spiny shell get him a Mario Kart and stuff. So that's kind of cool. I think I'll pull that up for our music segment. It was pretty gnarly. Uh, and he was a fun boss fight too, because like he was invincible if he was in the spotlight, which was like a switch that turned lights on him. So you had to send a character to hit the switch, then he's vulnerable. You take him out, and he'd move to another spot that's got even more switches, and so on and so forth for the, all three of them. But of course, the fourth one wasn't just Bowser; it was Mega Dragon Bowser. So it was Dra- Bowser combined with like this fire dragon thing that ended up coming into the world. So it's basically a beefed up Bowser with Phoenix wings. And it was tough at first until I realized I needed to focus on the minions that were in the map before I focused on Bowser. Um, because I, I was trying to just blitz down Bowser first when I first fought him. Mm. And I just got overwhelmed by all the, the enemies he summons. So you got to take them out, then then focus on Bowser. But his three modes are all very distinct. He starts off uh, just kind of flying around the map, and he'll come up to you and, and shoot you with fire and shit. That nothing too too hard to deal with. Main thing is just taking out his minions there. Yeah. The second mode, he goes to the edge of the map, and he starts breathing fire up into the air, and it rains fireballs down all across the map. So that'll fuck you up because those fireballs will hit your character and send them burning in circles, which fucks up your positioning. And then all the enemies there will just fucking wear them out. So you you had to position yourself in areas that looked like they weren't going to be hit by fireballs and take out the enemies and then try to get Bowser as he moved in circles across the map. Uh, <clears throat> that's one where Luigi fucked his world up with that, with that Overwatch shot. Because I upgraded it where he got three shots and I'd also gave him Mario's M power, which gave him plus 75% damage. So he almost like, in one turn, got Bowser down to nothing. Oh, shit. That's yeah. awesome. He fucked his world up there. Uh, in fact, it almost uh, almost fucked me up too much because when he did that, I had not defeated all the enemies yet. I was like, no, don't fucking kill them. Because <laughs> the next mode would summon even more enemies. Yeah. So I, I was wanting to get them down first. So the third mode... Um, Bowser like goes in the middle of the map and he'll he doesn't give a shit about any enemies there. He'll stomp on them, fuck their worlds up, <laughs> which is cool. Um, but he starts off in the middle of the map and he brings his wings around him and he's invincible like that. So on your turn, you really can't do shit to him. But when it becomes Bowser's turn, he goes into a shell and starts spinning and he'll come at your characters. To, to knock the shit out of them. Or you can hide behind these metal covers and he hits those and it'll break them, but it also stuns them. So the next round, he's sitting there with his you know head going in circles, stars around his head, and he's vulnerable. So this is the part where I started just ignoring the enemies and just blitzed his ass down. Because I, I, basically you had to stun them a couple times. It took me two turns to do it, but you'd stun them, unload on them, Try to hide and get make sure your characters are behind those metal po- posts. So when you did the spin attack again, it hits them and knocks them yeah. for a loop. So it wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed most of the game, but the frustrating elements did suck and these shitty treasures sucked. So is that something you'd recommend I try? If you're interested, if you're interested in tactical games, yes. If you if you don't like tactical games, don't have any interest in it, 
I, I would avoid it because it's 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 frustrating, man. Well, I'd seen though where that game got really fucking good reviews. Yeah, it where did. everybody was like, you know, it's actually it's a good game. It is. It is. I've it's tried. I just I've never. It's pretty cheap right now. It's like twenty bucks. I ain't bad. Yeah. I just I suck shit at tactical games. Like I've never been good at tactical games at all. Mm-hmm. And also, from what I've read, like you can enable like the easy mode or the extra health or whatever, and it's not supposed to punish you for it. I never did that because man, it's like Tanuki suit. Yeah, it's like Tanuki suit Mario. Well, too, you're like fucking. Your autism is so strong yeah. with like fucking games like that, like. For till the the day I die, I'll be telling the goddamn story of Final Fantasy VII. But like, it took me two months to not even to try to kill this thing, and Brandon shut up for two minutes and killed it. <laughs> so yeah, you're the ethereal badass, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I hold my autism in uh in high regard. I do too. Yeah, in the highest regard. Well, so, I've been. Uh, what you been playing? I've went back and started, and I only say started because I've tried, I'm still playing it. I'm actively playing it, and I have found three ways so far of fucking getting a perma game over, but I've started playing Maniac Mansion on the NES. I've always enjoyed that game. I've never done any good at it, and I've decided I wanted to start playing it without looking anything up. I just want to try to figure the shit out Mm -hmm. on my own. And um, you know, for those of for those of you that do not know, and if you don't know, and you're listening to this podcast, well, Godspeed to you, fucker. But uh, Maniac Mansion is an older. I think it came out on. Did it come out on like Commodore? I think and like Apple. Yeah, point and click game made by Lucasfilm Games. But uh which is before LucasArts, right? I believe so. I think I'm surprised that hasn't become like the next Disney Lucas Lucasfilm games become LucasArts games. But uh nineteen eighty seven game and pretty much uh the whole point of the game is the main character Dave's girlfriend Sandy gets abducted by this fucking mad scientists essentially in this fucking quirky ass mansion with all these weird ass characters and the whole thing is go and get her ass out you can pick um, you can pick from three characters starting out and I want to say it's uh, is it fuck I can't remember if it's two women and four guys or if it's three and three you pick three total but uh, I always pick the black guy who's good at photography, then the rock and roll dude who wants to be a musician, and then Dave, like the main guy, and like pretty much this whole. Do you game, have to have Dave? I don't think so. Okay, maybe though, because you know the only one I the one I've been playing. I should address that. I guess the version I've been playing is the NES one, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you do have to have Dave because. I'm almost positive when you start off the game, it'll tell you to pick two other friends. So you do this shit. Um, the people I was trying to look up, like the I can't remember the nurse Edna is her name, and then 
there's three people that live in the house. There's Crazy Ed, Nurse Edna, and the main doctor, and I cannot fucking think of his name. But it, it plays like your standard point and click. You literally start out on the outside of the mansion. And you can go up, you can ring the doorbell, and it's it's got cutscenes too. It's like one of the few games that's got like random cutscenes that'll happen. Like it's got timed events that'll happen too. Like mm-hmm. for example, if you're playing and fifteen minutes in, no matter what you're doing, there'll be a cutscene where Evil Ed or I don't even think it's Evil Ed. Maybe it is. I know Evil Ed's dude's name on fucking Fright Night, but. He's just like, oh, my package arrived. And if you don't fuck around, like, in a little bit, the doorbell ring again. Package arrived. Then your character can go up and get the package, or you can let him go out and get it, you know? Little things like that, because there's multiple endings, multiple things you can do. And I'm going to talk about the things that I figured out you don't need to do. Okay. So, uh... It's it's a lot of trial and error, and I can't just get in super depth about shit because I haven't done everything. But this is what I do know. When you start the game out to get into the house, the first thing you can do is when you go up on the porch, there's a fucking rug set in front of the door. So if you push the rug, you, you know, it's like standard point and click games. You got all these different commands that you can do. It's like push, pull, search turn on, turn off, yada, yada, yada. So you push the rug and a key appears. So you take the key, that's the key to the front door, and you can just pull a B and E on these people's fucking mansion, walk up in there. So one of the first areas you come through is the kitchen. And the kitchen, there's all, you know, like there's tons of items you can take, of course. But it's all horror themed. There's like a fucking chainsaw hanging out blood. There's like your stove and shit that's got all this. We can go up to the fridge and open it, and it's got all these different items in it. And one of the items in there, very specifically, is a can of Pepsi. So go. I'm is gonna it go a Pepsi or Pepsi TM? It's just Pepsi. Okay, I'm they, surprised they didn't put the little TM. They mark. hid the trademark. So get that fucking can of Pepsi. Let me tell you this: get that can of Pepsi. Okay. Literally, most of all this game is just going through the mansion. And viewing quirky shit. And apparently you can beat it in like 45 minutes. Didn't know this. So my first playthrough, I go through. And one reason I've never played this game a whole lot is you have, if you get caught by your man's house, it puts you in a dungeon in the basement. You get put in that dungeon. I have never, not nearly once figured out how to fucking get out of there. So I get Dave put in there. So I'm moving around with the second dude in the basement and all this shit. And I actually, like, I know a little bit just from playing back there. I know there's two tentacles. There's a fucking purple tentacle, which is the the tentacle in question from the game of uh, Day of the Tentacle. Mm-hmm. And then there's a green one. Well, to get upstairs to, like, the third floor, you have to pass this tentacle. And he's like... You got to give me a meal or you're not getting it. He just like sits there and shakes at you. So that can of Pepsi I was talking about. You Also, when you're down in the living room, there's a can of wax or a bowl of wax fruit. Sit on the table. Take that wax fruit. So you give the wax. Is there a limit to how much you can hold? I don't think so. Okay. Because I literally, any item I seen that just was able it. to pick up, I pick it up. Yoink. 
And it's to the point where if your character gets put in the dungeon and all that shit, all you got to do is go and get them out of the dungeon, which I'll get to. So I didn't know how to do that shit. But you pretty much, uh, like, first playthrough, I'm trying to get upstairs, and you're trying to get Sandy out. So you counter the tentacle, and I know you give it the wax fruit, and it'll be like, oh, it's my favorite. Thank you. So you go to walk by and be like, hey, where's my drink at? Give that goddamn asshole the can of Pepsi. So you give him a can of Pepsi. You get going up, and uh, you go into a room that's got, like, photo developer. There's a record player. There's a tape recorder and all this shit. So I end up getting the tape recorder and finding a broken record. Carry it upstairs. We put the broken record on. It skips. But then you go back downstairs and you find a whole record. So you get this record and you put it in and it's playing and you realize it's a tentacle mating call. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Pilfer through the mansion a little more. Go downstairs and find a blank cassette tape. I'm just like, okay, cassette tape. There's a cassette recorder in the room the record player's in. Grab that motherfucker. You haul ass back upstairs. Go to the tape recorder. Put the tape in and you make a recording of tentacle mating call. So later, you're still, literally all you're doing is exploring this house. You go on through, you come across another tentacle. Well, it just so happens there's a tape player in there. Didn't I? And I'm just like, well, I got this bootleg mm-hmm. tentacle mating calls. So what does my dumbass do? Puts the tape in. What happens? I get raped by a tentacle and die. Nice. You nice. get a fucking death, like, R.I.P. Little tombstone from the 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 tentacle. Great. Okay. Play through one. Play through two. Start again. Take the uh, I can't think of the the photographer's name. Take him. Go through the house, and I literally just run every single thing the same way I do. Why end up in Evil Ed's room or Crazy Ed, whatever his name is? He's got a hamster, so you can take the hamster. For what purpose that little fucker plays, I have no idea. Lemmy Winks? Yeah. Lemmy Winks. So you take Lemmy Winks, put him in your pocket. You know, I'm like you playing Pokemon earlier. I found this hamster in my pocket. I think you should have it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so you take this hamster, and I'm still just fucking around, like, literally lost, you know? And uh, you can take it, and then you go into the kitchen. You can open the microwave. Mm. So, I get to thinking vindictively. Can you put the hamster in the microwave? Absolutely. Hell yeah. So, you put this hamster in the microwave. All innocent, cute little hamster. You turn it on, and it literally just turns into a... (laughs) Like a fucking (laughs) exploded blood smear on the front of the microwave. So, you... it, It, like... It'll... When you... You put the hamster in there, be like, put hamster in. You point the microwave, put hamster in microwave, turn on microwave. It blows up. And when you open the microwave, the item that gives you take exploded hamster. (laughs) (laughs) So. Just just scraping it up into a bag. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. 
So I've done this. I'm just like, I have no idea what purpose this fucking exploder hamster, exploded hamster is going to serve me, but it's something. So I take it and I'm fucking pilfering around the mansion and I run right back in the fucking crazy Ed. And he's, he's cool. He, he's not out to kill you. Like he don't take you to the dungeon like nurse Edna does. And he's not trying to kill you like the, the mad doctor or whatever his dad. And I will give a little thing that's cool. When you're in fucking Ed's room, if you notice there's a little Easter egg, he's got like the hang down spaceship models and one is a normal spaceship, but you look at the other one, it's a fucking X wing. Oh, pretty cool. But, uh, you take, you go in there and he's just talking to you and you get the option to give him the exploded (laughs) hamster. (laughs) So you go to give it to him and he's like, Hey, thanks. What? Wait, what is this? What is this? And he's see his face change. He's like, this looks like little bits of fur of my hamster. Oh my God, it is my hamster. And then he just looks at you and the screen goes black and it's just a tombstone set out by the house. <laughs> <laughs> like he fucking murders you. <laughs> so I didn't know that would happen. Play through two. Play through three begins. And I do a literally the exact same because that's the thing about point and click games. Yeah, you, you, you retain there. And, and that's one thing that sucks about them is there are ways where if you do something out of sequence, you make the game unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Like you do something where you can't do nothing. You got to start fuck fresh. So that being said, start over. I do all this shit. I end up just not fucking with anything, not trying to do anything weird using shit for what I think it should be used for. I end up getting everybody put in the fucking dungeon and I'm just like, God damn it. You know, like what the fuck am I supposed to do now? So I'm literally just sitting there playing. I'm like, there has to be a way to get out of this. And I'm trying to fight the urge to not look the shit up. Cause I know there is. So I literally, Move my dude like Dave on this side of the screen and start at the top and just move the fucking cursor down every line on the screen and see if there's something I'm missing. I do that like three times and finally the third time I get over by these windows and move it down and it just says loose brick. And I'm like, okay, Mm. loose brick. The plot thickens. So I go back and click loose brick and you push it and it, you hear a door open, but the door shuts just immediately like you don't have enough time to push the brick run over run out the door and then you know get out uh-huh because by the time you get the guy to go walk in that fucking thing shuts period so i end up having my other two dudes there and i was like well, maybe if i push the brick with this guy and then swap over this player and just have him stand in my door and make him go out and i can get out sure shit i do so you get one guy who's got to be stuck yeah yeah you need two. You need like the one by the door and then that guy pushing the button. And uh Hold on a second. I gotta pause this for a second. Yeah. Alright, and we're back. Sorry, I got the bladder of a tween. Yeah. Yellow alert. Yellow alert. But uh in my finest hour on Maniac Mansion, I managed to finally, after all these years, to figure out on my own how to escape the basement. And I walk out, and there's all this new screen I've never seen. There's all these switches and things, and there's one that's literally a power box to the house. 
So it gives you options to pull the fuses. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to turn the lights out. We're going to get sandy and get out of here. Turn it off. And it clicks to the, the main doctor talking to a tentacle. And he was like, you've got to do something. If we don't figure this out, this house will melt down in three minutes. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think nothing about it. I just know it's dark. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally dark. Lights out. You can't see. And the only thing you can see is, like, moving the arrow around to be, like, door. Mm-hmm. You know, you scroll over here and land on it. So I click on door and it puts me out. I'm already seeing shit I've seen. So I'm like, okay, I'm in the living room. I know all this that you end up coming out of the door that doesn't have a handle on it in the, the main hall or whatever. So you come out there. I got my guy all the way back outside and was just like, holy shit. Now I need to get Dave out. So I go to Dave and it's fucking black in the basement and everybody's just kind of like, well, what's happening? The power's out. Go to get him out, and right in the middle of it, just goes to a cutscene where it's like, and the whole goddamn mansion turns into a mushroom cloud, (laughs) (laughs) and it literally melts the fuck down. It was like, well, congratulations, you killed everybody. Now the game is over. (laughs) You want to start again? And that's pretty much exactly what it says. I'm just like, god damn it. Excellent. I've tried to do everything. I've microwaved hamsters. I have fucking. That's what I love about I those kind of games. I've fed tentacles, wax bowls, and Pepsi's. I don't. What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing it because I'm. I'm on a mission to beat this game. I wish I had more substance to it, but there's not. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's trial and fucking error. Yeah, you do a little bit, you fuck up, and then it's like, well, I got to do all that shit over again. Yep. And that is literally, I have progressed about 15 minutes more each time I've played. <laughs> like, it's good, though. I kind of want to get the updated one on PC that you can get. I, mm-hmm. You can get it on Steam for like five, six bucks. Shit, it's on cell phones, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I'm on a lot of different things. Pretty sure uh, pregnancy tests you can play Maniac Mansion on now. Yeah. I know you can Doom. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it is true. But yeah, that's uh, that's my foray this week. Not bad, not bad. Well, um, I'll give a little preview of something I'll talk about next week. I've been playing an arcade game called Biomechanical Toy. Have you played that one? No, I've never okay. even heard of that. So anybody listening wants to play that a little bit and, you know, so you can f- kind of follow along next week, give that a play. Biomechanical toy. Yes. It's out there, man. Well, it it's, sounds like something that would ruin a good relationship with a lady. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, flesh page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We well, call those a uh, woman replacers. Yeah. What um? Just tell us this: what kind of game is it? Side scrolling shooter, kind of more like a wild. Was it? I can't remember the name of that that one Sega game now. It's, uh, it's not Wild Star. Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like that. I have that game. It's, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's kind of plays like that. That's cool. Kind of country. Yeah. Contra ish. Contra is, but so far there's only like two weapons: your basic gun and a slightly upgraded version of that gun. So that's cool, though. I'll talk about this more next week. I haven't beat it yet, but 
I may talk about Maniac Mansion more because I'm literally going to try to fucking. That's I'll, one game I've always wanted to fucking belt out. And I've never been able to sit down long enough. I'll probably talk about Pokemon Sword some since I started that up. Pokemon Sword. Pokemon Sword. A ruling children gotta beat them no. all. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull up some music. I'm gonna pull up that the bot that boss's opera song. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this a pause and find it. Okay, we're back. I'm gonna let Lyle press play because he's watching the video too. I, I recommend you looking it up on YouTube. A thousand throngs ever since Donkey Kong Seethering down every pipe Despite his plum-shaped body type He's born a run in fear While screaming, Mamma Mia Who leaves me gray and grim Oh, what does Peach see in him? Mario! With great joy in my heart It's time I watch Mario Kart You're first and doing so well But here come the Spanish <laughs> And now you and your rabbit friends are fine just let me catch my breath Then I'll die, see you today There's a second half to it too That's fucking excellent It is It's like cinematic quality Yeah Do you think you are? You should need not this law You are nothing but a party I find you a good role in a tragedy. <laughs> it's a right go, the only word you know. My heart will touch your princess's heart, and you will be put apart. You think you'll be this tournament? I send you to retirement. You saw not worth the That's awesome. Okay, yeah. That's pretty badass, man. That was pretty so if anybody wants to watch the video with it, which I recommend, uh look up Mario Rabbids with a D uh Phantom Song. I really like all the Mario puns he throws in yeah. there. I seen a meme the other day. It made me laugh so hard. It was Gordon Ramsay yelling at this little cisgender person crying. It said, this mushroom was so fucking raw. It just said our princess was in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's fucking good. That's really good. Your dog has decided to take bed. Upon my feet. He does that. He's a loser. And an idiot. I like him. He's pretty sweet. 
and dumb. Ain't that a duty of a dog, though? Did I, did I tell you about how you drank a quarter hole? <laughs> no. It, it was not motor oil. It was vegetable. Okay. I was about to say, how is he still here? <laughs> now, I had a, a pot of vegetable. I I, I didn't use it too much to actually use it for cooking. So I brought the pot out, and I was going to use it for blacksmithing because vegetable is good to quench things with. Yeah. So I set it on the ground, and... Uh, I, I was over there doing my smithing, and I just heard this weird sound, like this god-awful gagging sound. And I turned around, and Biff had went over there and had sl- done drank half the fucking pot of vegetable, and I was gagging. <laughs> and he was eyeballing it like he was going to drink some more. <laughs> How are you still alive, dog? I don't know. But I kind of thought about this dude. God damn, he shit liquid for a fucking week. Probably. I Uh, I didn't investigate. He didn't shit in the house. I kind of thought about doing it more just because, like, that whole day, he didn't freak the fuck out when we had company or anything. Like, he just chilled. He probably felt like garbage. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Wait a minute. You skip the french fries and just eat the oil? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That sounds like. Kids from the current generation were eating Tide Pods. Yeah. Next generation, like, y'all want to take shots of vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they fucking do it. Me too. Well, like you turned all your livers into frog wall. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you fuck. Should have been taking shots of canola. That's the shit that gets you right. Yeah, you get that organic avocado oil. Ugh. I, I like me some avocado oil. I don't give a shit about organic. That's a fucking thing. I thought you just made that shit up. No, it's avocado oil is good because it burns at a high temperature. So you can cook things at a higher temperature with you it. Could like you can like season a fucking cast iron with fucking avocado oil. That or uh, like I like it with uh, cooking salmon because I like to sear the fuck out of my salmon. Yeah. On two sides of it, and you can get up to real high temperature without smoking. So well, that's cool. Yeah. Actually, I bought me one of the, the griddles, the cast iron griddle that sets on your stove eyes. It's just a flat top. Mm-hmm. And that's been the only problem I've had is, you know, they tell you when you get a new cast iron, you need to season it a few times before you use it anyways. And yeah. I've seasoned it, but it still smokes. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the issue I'm having. It's like, The oil's going to smoke, depending on the oil. Uh, olive oil, not virgin olive oil. Olive oil, the normal olive oil, it's a, it has it, a higher burn uh, Flashpoint, I guess it was what you'd call it. And avocado is even higher. Did not know that. Yeah, I guess. I generally hate the avocados, so I kind of stay away. I love avocados, but the old, it don't taste anything like avocados. Is this old, you know? I just, I'm not a, not a big fan of avocados. Yeah. I like, these- I like me the guac. I like guacamole, but these fucks that are eating like walk, fucking uh, avocado avocados, toast. toast yeah, that sounds gross. What in the fucking ass? Like, that's for people. How do you want to wake up in the morning? That's for people <laughs> who want to feel better than other people by what they eat. That's, that's all that shit is. And it's not feeling better, like, physically. It's feeling yeah. better mentally. Yeah, because huh, I paid $10 <laughs> for a slice of bread today. I'm better than those peasants eating Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. No, well, okay. Suck fuck. I've never understood a bunch of, like, well-to-do. I love food, uh-huh. obviously. And I love cooking food, but I've never understood a bunch of well-to-do shit that they eat is fucking disgusting. Is. 
Like Frogwa. I tried that shit one time. And everybody's like, oh, it's so delicious. It's a delicacy. It's so delicious. I'm like, it's fat and goose liver. I'm like, what the fuck is the... Huh? Who come up with this shit? Like, what? You know, like, I don't get it. No matter how rich you are, you can be tricked into believing... Like something makes you of a higher status, you know. Well, that's what it is. That- you know, like one of my my one of my most favorite fucking restaurants in the world. I've even place been is Red Pearl in Birmingham. It's authentic Asian food, mm-hmm. and it's really fucking good. But they got weird shit on their menu. That's like sizzling pork intestines with blood balls. That's literally an item on that menu. And I know, I mean, whatever you're into. Oh, people, oh, that's delicious. It's so delicious. I was like, you know people ate that shit because they didn't have money for any fucking thing yeah. else, right? Yeah. It's like, they ate that shit because they have to. Well, it's and I'm like, fuck that. I got money. I don't have to eat that yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh-uh. Until the point where I'm starving to death, which obviously I fucking ain't. Yeah, I got a minute before I'm going to starve exactly. to death. Exactly. I ain't eating your fucking... Pork blood balls and shit. Fucking suck a fuck. Uh-uh. But if that's what you're into, so be it. Yeah. You know, whatever. It ain't my thing. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's about time we wrap things up. I believe it is. Uh, don't say shit because y'all never do anyways. Um, <laughs> you know. I think Bill is like the only person on the planet wants us to get a phone number again. Yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to do it, but I've also been lazy. It, yeah, <laughs> I ain't it, got no excuses. <laughs> I'm forgetful and lazy. That's the best excuse there is. Well, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. I we we really need to get with Adam. I want to do the. The next Cinema Sapuku with the Double Dragon. Okay, I'm done. I know Adam's probably done watched that movie like four fucking times Poor and took guy. notes. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> and uh, we want to wish him a speedy recovery, by the way. He had uh-huh. to have emergency surgery yep. a couple weeks ago. So we hope you're doing better, bro. Yep. Anyways, hit us up. If not, fuck off like yep. usual. Uh, and yada, yada. Till next week, game over, man. Game over, man. I'm Papa John and I say the fucking N-word.